Here we go, Flash Podcast. And the reason I'm going to give you this Flash Podcast is nothing interesting is going to be said. But I need to let you in on a couple things. Now, normally what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and actually input inform- or input or upload a podcast every few days. So I want to do it at least three times a week. Um, I'm trying to get into like the flow of things. I'm sorry, I just said like. Don't do that again. That's too AOC. But I, I've i been really, really, really busy. The first thing is I'm writing a book right now, and I'm getting behind in my book outline and typing in my book. So I'm working really hard on that, and I've been doing that for the last week. I prom- promised you a Flash podcast yesterday. But uh, I'm probably going to do the Flash podcast. It's not even going to be a Flash podcast. It's going to be a regular podcast tomorrow. And the only good news is there really hasn't been a lot of news going on outside of Trump in England. And Trump sounded pretty awesome in England. He, he They actually kind of like him over there. It's amazing. Even CNN and uh, MSNBC, Joe Scarborough and Jim Acosta complimented Trump on his speech for the uh, 75th anniversary of the storming of Normandy. It's pretty, pretty awesome, actually. So I don't have anything really much to say. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about some good things, some really good things. We're going to talk about Martin Luther King. Something was released yesterday, or last week, excuse me, was released about Martin Luther King and some of his indiscretions. And I, I want to talk about that because I I am a huge fan of Martin Luther King. I'm a huge fan of, uh, of him because he really made this country right. This country was always good, but we always had a problem getting down the right path and it was Martin Luther King that actually did that and I really want to talk about it and I've been really crafting this one for a while uh, we're also going to talk about the the war the social media war between um, Stephen Crowder on YouTube and some guy named Carlos Massa from Vox.com um, this this little temper tantrum that, uh, if you don't know, Steven Crowder is a comedian who is politically conservative. He's from Canada, but he's an American citizen. Carlos, whatever, Vaca or whatever his name is, uh, Carlos, he's actually a far left, quote, journalist, end quote, with that's gay, of course. You gotta be gay. The intersectionality is just awesome. And at at times, Stephen Crowder has a YouTube show. And at times, Stephen Crowder would make fun of the guy. Maybe he may have done it ten times in the last year. So this Carlos Massa decided to—that's his name, Massa, M-A-Z-A, I think. Yeah. This guy decided to clipped together a in the last year. Now, Crowder releases probably 400 videos a year. Decided to clip together 10 videos that uh, Crowder did 
making fun of matzah, masa, and sent it to YouTube, posted it on YouTube, complained really hard. Well, apparently that's all it really takes to set YouTube off uh, because they have completely changed their um, their agreements. They've completely changed their algorithms. And now people are getting kicked off all because this left-wing lunatic. And I say, quote, journalist, end quote. He's not a journalist. First off, Vox.com is not news. Vox.com is complete left-wing trash. They are propaganda. He is not a journalist. He's a propagandist. Okay, he's an SJW. He's a social justice warrior. Just not a good guy. But we're going to talk about that because... I won't lie, it irritates me. I think this whole thing is really bad. And I think that... Um, I think we're heading to scary times. And then I'm going to talk about two books and two authors that I think you really need to read. The two books, Brave New World and 1984. Alex Huxley wrote uh, Brave New World. And his student, George Orwell, wrote 1984. Um, George Orwell's book, 1984, wasn't even my favorite book. My favorite book from him was actually uh, Animal Farm. I loved it. But both books really had a very hardcore look at totalitarianism. And I think we should actually take a look at that. We should uh, we talk about we should I should talk about it, and they they are phenomenal books. I've read 1984 three times. I've read um, Brave New World twice. I was really young when I read them the first time, so it doesn't count. There's a phenomenal movie. I don't know if it's on Netflix of 1984. You should watch it because it's really close to the book. Personally, personally, I feel that. Animal Farm is a great book, and I'm going to bring it up tomorrow. Well, I might as well now because I've already hyped it up. Animal Farm is a great book because it shows how totalitarianism actually establishes itself. And it's actually almost a prelude to 1984. But these are fantastic books, and I think we're going to talk about them tomorrow. And Mind you, understand something I'm going to really have to recall because I haven't read both books in years. But the thing is, with this entire censorship thing, it really bothers me. And those were the two books that I came, that I, I suddenly really thought of. And then today, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, Andrew Claven actually brought up 1984 and he talked about it but then he talked about brave new world and i remember yeah that's exactly what it was but here's the thing it's not just that book it's also there's so many out there that uh, ray bradbury's fahrenheit 451 does the same thing it discusses the same thing where art becomes oppression and the art that goes against the narrative of the government, of the t- uh, tyrannical, 
has to be oppressed, has to be destroyed. And the only way you destroy art is by destroying those who actually acknowledge the art, who actually take in the art. This is important. I, I think it's really important because I think we're getting to a period in our country that I'm scared. I mean, how long is it going to be before someone goes in and takes away my uh, my books? Because my books do not follow the same the same tone that the narrative of the government takes. And YouTube, okay, YouTube, of course, some of you are probably listening to this on YouTube, but YouTube, Twitter, social media, I, I don't put a lot of, I don't put a lot of weight into those because I don't use them. Again, I'm not a technology native. I'm a technology immigrant. I'm 52, 51 years old. <laughs> don't let, I'm shouldn't make myself older than I am. I'm 51 years old. I started accessing the internet via, via dial-up in the 1980s. Now, granted, I used to work in technology, but I used to work in technology using polling and modems and flat databases and things that we just can't even conceive of today. Because the technology is so advanced. It's so advanced, I have to work every day to figure it out. But I think I think it's going to be an important episode tomorrow. I, I think it's going to be... It's going to be fun. We'll make it light. But today I got really upset. Not really upset. I don't mean upset. Because I need to stop... I can't be upset about things like this. But I think today... I got concerned, and I want to talk about it. This is Gene. You're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. And follow me. On, you can listen to my podcast on... Oh, don't tell me. You can follow my podcast on iTunes, which is going away, by the way. You can follow my podcast on Podcast Addict, on um, Podbean, and you can also follow me on Twitter at runninfool.com, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You folks have a great night.